the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Back on the Blitz here as it is April. It is draft month. All eyes looking ahead to Kansas City three weeks from tonight. The first round gets underway. And Motsi, as I uh, as I just kind of discussed there as we teased at the end of last segment, I'm warming up to the idea of wide receiver. Um, potentially a pick 17, definitely a pick 32. You know, we'll still do plenty of talk about left tackle because I feel like that is still a fair, you know, that's a fair need for the Steelers. We'll still do plenty of talk about cornerback because I think we'd all like to see um, some youth infused in there to go with the addition of Patrick Peterson. But man, to me, wide receiver has really opened up. When we see what the Steelers have done on the offensive line, the defensive line, the linebackers bringing in Pat Pete, um, it's an interesting group for wide receivers this year because... There's not the Jamar Chase, you know, the slam dunk top 10 pick. Uh, I don't even know if there's right like a Garrett Wilson type necessarily, but there is, uh, you know, I think three or four names that would be very intriguing at either 17 or 32. So uh, l- let me ask you this right now. I- is there is there anyone that you would take at pick 17? You know, there's there's Quentin oh, so Johnson. That's, there's no, that's a no brainer. Okay, Listen, yeah, that is a no brainer. One thousand percent. There is. And. Okay. It is simple to me. To me, he's the wide receiver that would fit us the best. He's the wide receiver that I like the most out of any of them dudes is Zay Flowers out of Boston College. You watch his tape, he looks like Antonio Brown. I'm not afraid of little receivers because I lived Antonio Brown, and I know exactly what that looks like. And when you're talking about him coming here, he starts out as your slot receiver because you still got Deontay on the outside who wins your one-on-ones consistently. You still got your George Pickens, who's your deep threat, right? As he continues to develop into more of a route runner and stuff like that. But what Zay Flowers does is this, man. He provides you direct competition for a Calvin Austin type. It's going to make you feel more peace of mind than depending or hoping that a third rounder who didn't play a snap of, you know, preseason <clears throat> ball in any capacity you don't have to bet the house on him. You don't have to bet the house on Anthony Miller, who also hasn't played in over, you know, 12, 14 months sure. of football. So with that, you still feel really confident in year one of his ability to get on the field and provide you something out the slot. That's the hole right now. But then after that, what's Deontay's deal? Deontay Johnson, this would be the final year of his deal. So now he's gone. You reset those books, but you feel good because Zay Flowers has already had a year in your system. And now from there, he transitions into that Deontay Johnson role. To right. me, that's kind of how I like it. I know Jordan Addison gets talked about a lot because of the pit ties, and he is a dope receiver. To me, Deontay and Jordan Addison are the exact same, though. Like, they're, I, they're identical players. I completely players. agree with that. Yeah. And it's not, like I said, it's not a knock on either one, but they're just identical. The same way when I look at Zay Flowers and I say Zay reminds me of Antonio Brown because of how he runs his routes, because of how he attacks the ball, because of just how he's shifty and accelerates. You look at Jordan Addison, he runs routes very similar to how Deontay runs routes. They're smooth, smaller guys, but they have the ability to play the X built like slot receivers though. I think that Jordan has more consistency with his hands. I think Deontay is better off of the line, but to me, I just think that Zay Flowers is that guy that can give me the best of everything I'm looking for okay. in terms of that physicality. Sure. But with him, I don't think he's there at 32. No, so if you, I, I agree. You, that, I that's agree. my thing. So it's like if I'm going to take my guy, that's the guy that I'm going to get. You know? 17, I don't hate that. Yeah, I really that's don't. the guy, to me at least. But 
you have to be really into taking a receiver because that's the other part of it. Because first round investment, know, yeah. Yeah, and we know what that could potentially do to the offense. We changed our identity when we moved on from Claypool because it made us play just two wideouts, play tight ends, big boy, run the ball, QB under center concepts. Yes, yes. We know for a fact if you have a Zay Flowers, a Jordan Addison, a Jackson Smith and Jigba, any of these type of receivers, Wes, if if you got three cars that are all Ferraris, you're going to want to drive all three Ferraris, right? You're not going to want to drive right. a pickup truck. You ain't going to say, hey, man, we got to do some dirty work. Let's drive the pickup truck to the construction site. No, we're going to be like, yeah, we could drive the Lambo. Just, man, it'll be all right. We, we're going to throw the ball at a pseudo Russian attack. That's what we're going to do. And we start selling it like that. And then we get back to the 40 and 50 passing attempts. That's <sighs> my concern with this concept. But I love it. I love it. But that's my concern. I don't think we're going to be able to control ourselves if we bring in something like that. Man, I hate how correct you are in saying that. <sighs> I hate it too because I love wide receiver action, man. In my mind, I'm wide receiver. I get, well, man. I thought I was like Moss. In everyone's mind, they're Randy Moss, right? I mean, they're just exactly. jump, Moss. Jumping, over, jumping over some dude's head and taking the I ball wish, away. I wish they could see us on camera right now. I wish I'm throwing the hand up. You know, when, when the hand go up, it's over. I'm about to hit Is the it? Green Bay pack. I'm about to hit the celebration in Green Bay. Uh, uh, uh. This is gonna cost me today. <laughs> I was gonna say, just don't do the uh, don't do the full moon. All right, yeah, you're yeah. gonna have to pay straight cash. Well, it, it's be, it's because I cut my hair. Otherwise, I would have. You know. Um, I I I am with you on 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 all of that. Honestly, I there, there's three guys to me that I think would and I'm gonna use air quotes here, but would be yeah. a worthy selection at 17 at the wide receiver yeah. position. I think you're right with Zay Flowers, mm-hmm. uh, JSN. And Quentin Johnson out of TCU. Yeah, big um, speed, big speed. I, to me, though, you're right. Like Jordan Addison, I would be interested at 32. Yeah, but again, I I don't know how he meshes with Deontay and what they already have. It. You and I laugh. Like we were laughing about this on the show earlier in the week. How the same people who complain, oh, it's always the same five or six teams in the college football playoff. Give us some new blood. Or the same people who are complaining, oh, there's no blue bloods in the, in March Madness. I mean, what's with all these upsets, right? Like, you, you can't. I don't you can't... want to see San Diego State. I want to see UCLA and Kentucky. <laughs> people just like to complain, right? But it does crack me up that some of the same people, because there are not a, not a huge majority or anything, but there's certainly a a a group of Steelers fans that don't like Deontay Johnson. Um, you That's know, doesn't nice score. Put it. Doesn't doesn't score touchdowns. Doesn't have consistent. No, hands, no, 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 no. This is the only year where he doesn't score touchdowns. Literally, <laughs> this is the only runs year. Backwards, right? Like all, 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 all these all these things that they love that they love to point out, and then they'll tell you to go get Jordan Addison, who I think you're spot on. Jordan Addison to me is Deontay Johnson, but with a little bit higher of a ceiling. Like that's it. They're, they're a slightly you higher. Their, like you said, you a list, slightly higher, slightly higher ceiling. If that's you list it. their pros and their cons. It's a ninety percent overlap. What are they? What are they great at? Separation mm-hmm. and route running. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. They get open. They run routes like nobody's business. They could do a press they, man. Yep. They could put it. They could put a seminar on those two on how to mm-hmm. beat press man. They are elite yep. at it. What do they struggle with? Consistency mm-hmm. with their hands. Yep. Um, uh, combat catches. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 like it's like very similar pros yep. and cons. So that's the only thing. In theory, I would like Jordan Addison at 32. I just don't know how that works with what the Steelers already have. But at 17, is, is that I mean, is that fair to say? Because listen, I like Zay Flowers as number one. I, I we could argue JSN or, or Quentin yeah. Johnson. But do you agree with me? Those three at 17, would you be okay with those three at 17? 
I mean, I know about uh, Zay Flowers, obviously, but what about the other two? Uh, for me, just Zay. Okay. You could talk me into maybe in Jigba. I'm cool on Quentin because I already have Big Speed. I already have Pickens. That's a good and point. I don't good think point. Quentin is. They are similar well, style yeah, player. I don't. Yeah. I don't think Quentin is refined enough as a route runner, nor do I think his ceiling of developing into uh, an elite route runner. I don't think he has that. I think his tips are a little tighter. Whereas when I look okay. at Pickens, I can see Pickens not only being an elite downfield threat, but an elite route runner. You look at his feet. You look at how he's able to change his levels, get in and out of his breaks. It's very similar to when you're watching guys like A.J. Green, when you watch a guy like Ocho Cinco, like big, long, linear guys, but are just fast, tight riders yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he has that prerequisite, and we can see some of that. I just think that for him, it's just the repetition. He has to get refined in terms of this NFL-style route running. We saw flashes of it, but that's going to be the challenge for him, and that's what I'm interested to see with him. Does he just come back as a deep threat merchant, a vertical <laughs> or back, a vertical or or back shoulder fade guy? Is that all he is, or has he developed into more? Okay, so I love you using the the merchant there. Fantastic, hey, fantastic. Every time use. I say it, I think of you. Just know that, okay? Fantastic, you. I'm proud yeah. of you. I'm proud of you. You even used it perfect. Is he you know just a saying? deep route merchant? I mean, That's come it, on, you know? Let's go. But 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 those Let's are some go. of the things you know when I when I'm looking at picking that I'm ready. I want to see growth. That's the area that I'm looking for specifically with him. So with that, I don't think I need a Quentin Johnson. I think Quentin would sit. I think Quentin becomes Chase Claypool here. Not the distraction element of, it, but I think sure, that sure. becomes his role. Just. Where are we trying to play you at? Are you our slot guy? Are sure. you our jet sweep guy? We're just trying to a lot of stuff, but you don't really have a role because you're not going to take pickings off the field. Right. Maybe kind of kind of similar to the Addison and Deontay conversation. Yeah, just, absolutely. Just, just now, flip Quentin, now. Quentin yeah. and, and Pickens. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's my only thing okay. with Quentin. That make, no, that makes with, sense. Uh, it does. With Njigba, though, Njigba was good. Njigba, very similar. Um, I think he still gives you that Jordan Addison type vibe, but to me, I think he's just a li- he's a different enough. If that makes sense, but it does to make me sense. personally, yeah, yeah, yeah. but to me personally, if I'm taking a receiver in the first, I wanted to be Zay Flowers. Like that's the guy I like the most. I dig it. Yeah. I dig it, and I love but the Antonio co- Brown cost the most though. He yeah. is. He is. Um, and you know what's funny too is <laughs> a lot of people. You know, if they do, if they do take Zay Flowers, you already know what the reaction is going to be, right? And it goes, "Oh, here's Mike Tomlin taking another Maryland or Boston College guy because his son played football." Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Hey, hey, and that's almost, all well and good. I almost kind of want Zay Flowers at 17 just to see that reaction. Yeah, <laughs> cut the tape for. That's all I say. Cut the tape for, man. I'm with you. you. I'm with you on that, it too. It ain't hard to find out why you want this dude on your team. And, I'm and, with you and on when that, when I say Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown on the field. Emphasis on on Antonio Brown, not Mr. Field. Big Chest. You see, I didn't say A-B. I said Antonio Brown. Okay? That gentleman. Like chest not, up, eyes up, prayed up, Antonio that Brown. That version, yes. That version, yes. <laughs> You know what? It's funny. I want to get to our, our tweets here in this segment because we always want to make time for the people. But we will, we'll we'll talk more wide receivers uh, outside of just kind of the big three or four because there are some other names that are intriguing no, to me. Jalen Hyatt is intriguing. Marvin Mims is intriguing. Can I get a Tank Dale for the culture? That's the one I yep, want. Absolutely. Out of Houston, man. 
uh, Jaden Reed. I mean, we've got mm-hmm. some some decent Pitt and West Virginia guys that are in this conversation too. That we hey, shout out, to, shout out to your boy Four Wheaton. What's up, man? That's right. We were t- hey, we're talking about number. We were talking about number zero on on What's jerseys up, on jerseys yeah. a couple weeks ago. How about number zero, Bryce Ford Wheaton? Hey, yeah, he got he got a little big speed. Yeah, we'll do uh, we'll do some more some more wide receiver. You know what else he has? He has the uh, the family bloodlines that we know the, the Steelers. The pops, Come on, man. Pops pops was a baller. His mom was a really good yeah. athlete as well too. We know the Steelers. We know the Steelers yeah. love that. So we'll talk. Pop receivers. was a baller and not a Rolling Stone. That's definitely good to hear, man. Because you never know. Papa was a roll. Come on. <laughs> you never know, sound like Elton John over here. You never I mean, know. Come on, give you me never some... know, man. You... Listen, can you at least give me somebody who's not known for the vocals, right? Like, can I at least yeah. do Bob Dylan or Bruce Springsteen say, or somebody yeah, yeah. who... That's like the my greatest said, vocalist. My man said, let's go Temptations on him now. Like, uh, what? <laughs> well, there ain't no use to sit and wonder why, babe. See, I can do Bob Dylan all day. No problem. There it is. No there it is. There it is. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go to the tweets here. We got a handful uh, from from Yin's guys here. I love it, as always. Let's dive right into it. A plethora of different topics here to get to. Our buddy Cuban Dan tweets about our conversation about people watching in uh, in the last show that yeah, we yeah, did yeah. Er- earlier in the week. Cuban Dan says, come on, fellas. The best place to people watch is always going to be Walmart. Ooh. <laughs> it's a good one. Yes, but that's dangerous one. sometimes, though, Walmart, man. Depending on what time you're in, it can get really, really rapid. You might catch a stray. You might There's, catch a stray. Like, like, no pun intended. Like, you might legit catch a stray. Like, yeah, it, it goes down in Walmart, man. It goes down in Walmart. <laughs> it certainly does. But that that's a good answer yeah. by Cuban Dan. Without, like, any of those, you know, like Sam's Club and Costco as well, too. I mean, mm-hmm. people people just bjs yeah for yeah forget all mm-hmm. sense of all sense of yep. uh, etiquette and it's just chaos particularly on saturdays and sundays when they got all the free samples out there i mean mm-hmm. throwing bows for like a little bite of of pizza bread i mean come on what are we doing here i'm, I'm one of the people out there throwing bows just just just, just to just to be clear uh <laughs> annie tweets us mozi and says, you know, star players always get the attention for the value and the production they they bring, but a chain is only as strong as its weakest link. Mm. Do you guys think the Steelers have strengthened their overall chain during free agency? Now, Annie, I love that. That's a great way to ask that question. I mean, Motsi, we just kind of hit on this, but but mm. I absolutely think so. I think Patrick Peterson aside, because that's a that's a that's a huge name, that's a future Hall of Famer, that's a generational talent. I mean, the Steelers haven't made a ton of signings that, you know, that grab headlines, that move the needle from a national perspective. But, man, I think they've really done a good job of just improving, of just getting better in the margins, not necessarily by leaps and bounds, but Mm -hmm. just getting a little bit better here, a little bit better there. And I think, yeah, that that does make the overall change stronger, certainly. That's a good way to put that by Annie. Yeah, um, I agree 100%. You talk about the different things. What was the the weak link or the weakest link? Last season, offensive line, offensive line, yeah, middle like middle li- middle linebacker maybe, yeah, yeah. But even with middle linebacker, we still felt good at times. Whereas Correct. offensive line, Correct. that that was one of the things because we know it wasn't just last year; it was the accumulation, right? Last year, the preseason, and then um, Ben's last season. So we know that was that was heavily scrutinized. We don't feel like that right now. We don't no. feel like our offensive line is the weakest link, or we feel like, man, we we are not going to be able to protect Kenny right now. We feel the opposite of that. We feel really good about our situation up front because of the moves that have been made. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I definitely think that we have strengthened that that link, so to speak, man. And that's just at the offensive line spot. I mean, we could talk, like yeah. you said earlier, literally about every Line, position. Linebackers. I mean, yeah. honestly, too, like quarterback as well, you yeah. know? You but still that- got a niche. 
that that we all expect. Mitch as your backup. Kenny took uh, nice. We saw it. We saw it improve down the the stretch. We expect it to go to even another level next Mm -hmm. year. And then Uh, when we draft Stetson Bennett in the seventh round, man, come on, bro, it's gonna be perfect. And then when Tyson Bagent, Mister Five Thousand Yards and Fifty Plus Touchdowns, comes in for Shep, I mean, I tell you, let's go, bro. That's how how we're going down. Is it Shepard or Shenandoah? Whatever. Whatever. No, no, no. Shepard. I was right. I was right. The first time. Yeah. Hey, whoever, who, who, our, who, whoever, who, our, listen, whoever our camp camp arm is, we know is going to be slinging it out there mm-hmm. as well too. No, I, listen, that's that's like I said, that's well said by Annie. I think you're, I think you can absolutely deduce that. Again, the Steelers haven't gone out and uh, you know, signed a 26 year old who's going to be a three time All Pro in the next five years or something like that. But I think they have certainly improved their chain overall. They've gotten stronger in a lot of key areas. And I think there could be some organic growth from some of the young guys expected to, to improve that uh, that equation as well, too. And he also wants to know, what is your least favorite Easter candy? Mine, uh, Peeps and White Chocolate, says Annie. Yeah, not a Peeps guy. Are you a Peeps guy? I'm trying to think. I don't really remember having like a ton of them. It's like the, the, the occasional like them, bunny, yeah. It was like one of them. Like this is enough same. marshmallow. Like, I'm yeah, I'm not a cotton candy guy. To me, it's kind of the same. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. Like when I was younger, I was. That's what but I feel now, like. I'd rather have some yeah. chocolate. I'd rather have a, some cookies. Yeah. You know, something like that. I don't, yeah, you're. Right. I don't eat a lot of cotton candy at this age. You're right. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's just. It it, again, there's a time in your life where it's great. It was like I'm, I look at my I'm kids. I'm like, years I remember old. when I used to I love it. Just, yeah, I don't just need a sugar bomb at age 32. I'm good. I'm good on that. Good. I'm good. I don't need the sugar bomb. Yes, I don't need the I sugar don't. bomb. Um, because that so is definitely what that is, man. It's, so it's hundred uh, percent what it is. Oh man, my least favorite Easter candy. That's probably gonna be like one of them like knockoff jelly bean flavors. Because I'm I'm kind of a Ooh, jelly bean snob. Like you are, you are. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I love like my Starburst jelly beans. Like those are, like my favorite. I love like the flavor with them, the size of them. Like it's perfect. And then they got some other jelly beans that, that are still really good, you know. Um, I forgot what's the name. It's like Birch Blatcher or something like that. They they also have like a nice brand. All right, cool. Yep, yep. But then you get some of these other ones where you just like, bruh, it's a little too syrupy. It's a little too candy. It's a little too jelly. Like, yeah, 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 man. So that would be the thing for me. That's, that's I a good love, one. Because I love it so much. So when I get like the non version that I like, it like sure. offends me. I'm like, oh, sure. what is this? How dare you? What is this? Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Um, I yeah, Peeps is a good one. You know what's one for me is like I I don't like marshmallow based candy if that makes sense. That sounds like Peeps. Like yeah, I I, I, if I'm making a s'more in the summertime with the chocolate and the marshmallow and the graham cracker, uh, s'more what smalls? I'm 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 I'm, wait, I haven't had anything. How can I have s'more something when I haven't had anything? Like if I'm if I'm if it's s'mores in the summertime, yeah, give me that, give me that ooey gooey marshmallow right in between yeah. the graham crackers <clears throat> or some chocolate. That's delicious. But that's really it for like I don't like they feel yeah. like a lot of the Easter candies, it's like chocolate infused with marshmallows, like yeah. the peep style thing. And that shit again, I, mean, I just I, yeah. I ain't about I ain't about it. Give me some give me some uh, chocolate, give me give, some peanut give me butter. The chocolate bunny. I need the chocolate bunny. Yep. I need the chocolate Reese's egg, and yep. then I need some jelly beans, and I'm good. Yeah. Low key, what's become my favorite candy over the last couple of weeks? The dark chocolate Reese's peanut butter cups, bro. Okay, I'm, I'm telling you, folks. Okay. I've been a Reese's guy my whole life. I like dark. Oh yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely team Reese's, bro. I don't, I don't love. Yeah, oh, I don't. I don't yeah. love dark chocolate, but I like dark chocolate. But 
my mother-in-law uh, came out to visit us like a month ago, and she mm -hmm. brought a bag of like the dark chocolate Reese's. Oh, they're mm -hmm. so I don't know what, but it's just something with the dark chocolate and, the, and that okay. Reese's peanut butter is is a vibe. It's so the, the 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 peanut butter to chocolate ratio in the Reese's is elite. I don't know who they got in the back locked away, making sure the numbers are always right. Correct. But whoever that person is, that Correct. math is impeccable. Like that is always the perfect ratio for me, man. I completely agree. Completely agree. Uh, Coach Witcher tweets us and says, in your guys' opinion, best pick for the team, options at number 17 are there at both offensive tackle and corner. Which way would you go? Um, oh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? You go, you go, you go. You got this. You sure? My bad. Yeah. You know, no. Listen, I'm hosting. Here. You're 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 in the hey. analyst chair, so you. Well, I'm just I'm just catching and shooting. So I was like, "Do you want me to shoot this? or You want me to pass it back go, to you? I can shoot it again it. now. Go for it, Clay Thompson. All right, well, I'm gonna just go ahead and shoot again. There for me, I like JPJ multiple reasons, man. Number one, I'm biased. I don't care. I'm putting it out there. I remember watching this dude when he was in high school, when he would come out there with little Dino Tomlin, the other little cousins, and they would be running the little ladder drills and doing their little football workouts while we were out there practicing. And we'd be like, oh, man, that's cute. Look at the little fellas over there staying out of trouble. And we would always laugh about them complaining about having to get up. Man, I don't want to cut the day, Dad. I want chill. And we hear PZ tell them what they got to do. So for me, I love the full circle moment for him to potentially come back here as a first rounder to the scene where you used to grow up working out at. And now you come back wearing that Jersey. And I think it was from a parental standpoint, man, where I'm like, dude, paying it for it, right? You always want your kids to be better Absolutely. than you. Absolutely. He was a third rounder coming here, bro. To turn around and say, man, my son went in the first to come here. Top come 20 on, pick. man. Yeah. Like it's yeah. major. So like for all of that, first off, that's the main reason why I want PZ here. Little, little JPJ. But then when you talk about him as a player, he is unique in comparison to Christian Gonzalez and Devin Witherspoon. Gonzalez and Witherspoon are two of a kind. They both are man-to-man, -man, smaller, athletic corners. Athletic, yeah. That's what they are. You love those style, but that's what they are. They're man-to-man -man corners. JPJ, longer body, gives you best of both worlds. He can give you the Richard Sherman play off cover three deep zone because he's long and rangy, has good speed. Or he can give you the press man where he's able to put those hands on you, play a little bit of a longer style. Yeah. think almost like a poor man's Jalen Ramsey because Jalen is like a tall, long corner as well that can really excel in man to man. Now, JPJ is not the caliber athlete as Jalen Ramsey. I want to make sure you understand that. Oh, but in terms absolutely. of the style, that long body type, that's the unique part for JPJ that the other guys don't have. He, as a former wide receiver, understands how to read routes. He closes on routes really well. He gets his hands on a lot of uh, breakups, doesn't catch a lot of interceptions, but he gets a ton of PBUs. And part of that is because of the man-to-man -man element. When you're a man-to-man -man defense, man, it's just it's, it's up in the air if you're going to oh, get absolutely. those interceptions because you're not seeing the football as freely as you would like to. But as a whole, man, JPJ for me, he would be my guy. Long answer, short. I'm sorry, I, I shot no, it. No, you know, I love that. Shot, I, shot, listen, man. listen, yeah. I like it. Listen, I like it when you go when you go analyst on us, baby. That's what you here for. I, listen, I'm with. I, I flip flop back on this probably five times since the combine, yeah. and I probably will again in the next three weeks here. But 
left tackle or corner, I mean, I could talk myself into, man, if you add that left tackle piece, protects Kenny for the next decade, final piece of that offensive line, maybe really taking a huge step forward. Final you know what? in Infinity Gauntlet, baby. You know what, Motsi? History is a good teacher, right? And in my lifetime, the Steelers have had a lot of success without an elite left tackle. I mean, the Steelers traditionally, they've had great guards and great centers, but not necessarily great tackles. The Steelers in my lifetime only twice have had, I would say, a true lockdown number one corner. Well, three times, but I was too young. I mean, I was six years old when Rod Woodson was doing it, right? In my in my old enough life, it's been Ike Taylor, who the Steelers won who, who the Steelers won two Super Bowls with and, and went to a third. And it's been Joe Hayden who who jump transformed man, jump man, jump man. who transformed that defense and, and the Steelers had a lot of success with Joe Hayden as well, too. That's, I mean, that's that's been it, really. Um, so it's two positions where the Steelers haven't had a ton of perennial all pros or pro bowler types in my lifetime. But I'm going corner as well, too. I, I just am because I think you've got a lot of nice pieces on that offensive line. In the secondary, particularly at, at, at cornerback, yeah, we all love Patrick Peterson, but he's also going to be 33 years old. He's not going to be around for the next five years. Man, um, I thought you said age won't nothing but a number. Come on, age man. Age is nothing but a number. Uh, but for me, that's it. I, I've seen the Steelers have uh, success in my lifetime with good left tackles and very good cornerbacks. I haven't necessarily seen it the other way around, so maybe I'm just going off the history there. But I'm with you. I would go cornerback as well, too. When in we doubt, have, though, you just remember this. You need elite pass rushers. That's the common denominator. Need elite in all pass those. rushers, and we think That's we got a, a couple denominator. of those guys. Yeah. Certainly. Uh, we got two more tweets to get to. We'll do that to close out the show after we talk to our buddy Brian Backo on the other side. BB joins us when we return. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR.